0: Good morning and welcome to EG Like Sunday Morning, hosted once again by me, Piers Weiner. Today I'm joined by news editor Pui Mann and news hound Alex Daniel for an interrogation of the week's news and, of course, a bit of a quiz. Uh, Pui, we're going to come to you in a sec, um, if that's all right. But first off, Alex, um, you were tasked with some pretty serious data sifting this week. Um, can you tell us what you found?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I spent most of the kind of first half of the week in data hell after sort of um gender pay gap reporting day on monday which is the day where every sort of big company in the country needs to submit their data on the gender pay gap Um, and it all goes on sort of one big sort of handy government website um where it's supposedly easy to kind of compare and contrast and see who is sort of on the naughty and nice list on the gender pay gap um i'm guessing i'm
0: guessing when you say handy um, I mean, I've had a quick look it It isn't handy, is it? I mean it's are you are you able to, uh, to see it's... who's the worst, who's the best? Can you at a glance get sort of any anything from it at all like that?
1: You are sort of able to, but there are significant obstacles which lie on your way when you try. There is a compare tool which unfortunately it doesn't work for reasons I will go into in a second. <laughs> but um as I'm going to walk you through my data hell journey, basically, over the next <laughs> minute or so. Um, but yeah, so Please I do. Mean, take us to hell. The angle that we went with was um, looking at the big, the six biggest property agencies, um, Savills, JLL, CBRE, Knight Frank, Colliers and Cushman and Wakefield. Listeners, look them up if you don't know them already. Um, <laughs> and um, And prepare yourself if you work for them. Absolutely. You can pay yourself, prepare yourself if you work for them. Um, they, some were better than others. Um, bear in mind that if this all compares to a national gender pay gap of 90p to the pound um, for this year. So across the country, um, on average, a woman will earn 90p for every pound that a man earns. Um, so that's the context. No, now that's,
0: hang on, that, that that's rubbish, isn't it? I mean, let's, let's just all agree that that's rubbish. But that's, that's been slowly improving that's been slowly improving
1: it was it was 87 percent last year um now it's 90 percent um 90p 10 percent gender pay gap um so yeah i mean that is absolutely rubbish and awful but significantly better than any of the top six property agencies so they across the board averaged across the six of them averaged 71p to the pound which i mean that's I mean, that, that's just over two thirds. That's absolutely ridiculous. Right. But um, that was an average which has gone up by 0.1 of a percentage point over the last year and uh, five percentage points over the last five. So it's gone from 66 P in 2017 for pound to 71 in 2022, which seems quite slow, doesn't it? Um, Yeah I think you could I think that's a kind way of putting it. It does Um, exactly it's pretty slow Um, so I mean the the notable sort of highlights and lowlights. um Knight Frank was the the best on 82p to the pound Savills was the worst on 60p um this is based on um
0: hang on hang on I think I think you need to say that again because I'm I mean I've, I've read your piece and I'm listening to you now and that kind of took me aback even just hearing it again then so so knight frank
1: was, knight the, frank best was the, the best of the best of the six with 82p with women women at night frank on average earning 82p for every pound that's so still still earned.
0: that's still eight below the the national average
1: eight p below the national average and okay. of course 82 percent of what it should be um
0: oh, okay. okay and and the worst
1: The worst was Savills on a pretty appalling 60p um, to the pound, less than two thirds. Colliers wasn't much better on 62p. Um, The point with Savills, I suppose, was that it it was also notable for the fact that it got worse this year by four percentage points. I think it was 64p to the pound last year, and I'm I'm throwing a lot of numbers out here, so hopefully it's relatively clear. But yeah, getting worse by that much isn't fantastic is it they said that it was because they have hired so many more women in junior positions over the last year which i, I can see how that's happened um but it does beg the question why aren't you promoting more of your um mids uh, m- mid-ranking women to uh, more senior positions um yeah, at the same yeah. time or indeed paying them more <laughs> um which you know could also happen um um, and it's it's pretty depressing. Um, it, the rate of change is pretty slow. I'm very aware that I'm sort of positioning myself here as um, a middle class man, sort of moaning, mansplaining basically about this, which, um, you know, it's it's pretty depressing and pretty indicative, I think, of the real estate industry as a whole, which is an incredibly male dominated world. Just the kind of the final point to add was that this um was made all the more difficult, as I mentioned before, by the fact that these several of these companies made it, um, despite the fact that there is now kind of this transparency of a government mandate to report your gender pay gap figures, and despite the fact that they, um, their chief executives love talking about how um, diversity and equality in the workplace is core to their values. They had there were many obstacles that lay in our way so jll for example reports to this website across three separate legal entities so if you're just you know if if you're like me at sort of nine o'clock on monday morning just kind of an idiot <laughs> logging onto this website with no prior knowledge type jla jll in and see one of their figures it turns out that's not the fi- that's not the right company-wide figure um so we had to average that out, which is obviously not a huge job, but it's, it's just kind of stands in the way of normal people sort of necessarily getting an, a clear idea immediately if they were to look them up. Um, CBRE um, changed their methodology over the last year, which meant that if you were to compare 21 to 22 numbers, it would look like they improved by um, 8% or something, which is pretty right, a yeah. pretty big step, right? Fantastic. <clears throat> um Turns out that the, um, in, in real terms, if you factor in the change of methodology, it is, I think,
0: um,
1: 1%. 1%. <laughs> Which, wow.
0: Is, is, are you saying that there's there's some attempt to hide this, or is it just the the way that they're having to enter the data? What's, what's so actually going on here?
1: It's sort of a combination of the two. I suspect that there is some... I suspect that it is not as important as they say I, I suspect that they they don't see transparency as so much of a core value as uh, as they would have you believe and that's I'm speaking for not just the companies that we've just mentioned but practically probably the whole of the real estate industry and indeed the corporate world and, and this would this would support that theory um also the government website is quite rigid um it doesn't allow for um kind of flexibility for example so 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 the other quite egregious example was Cushman and Wakefield who didn't enter their numbers for their highest earners because they don't earn traditional salaries because they are partners they're not salary earners technically right so they didn't exactly so they didn't enter their figures for these salary earners they claimed that that's because the government website is so um so rigid and inflexible and doesn't aid transparency and to be fair to them when i asked they gave me the numbers that were that included the salary earners and pointed this out but you know i'm a journalist and i had to ask again if um joe blogs logged onto that website tomorrow um which i would encourage you to do it's quite interesting still um you would see a, a figure that doesn't reflect um the international partners at Cushion and Wakefield UK. Um, but it's all so, right,
0: Joe Blogs, if you are listening and you want to do this, Alex has got your back. He's already, absolutely. Well, already I mean, found if, the path
1: for you. Exactly. Then you can check out our reporting. <laughs> and indeed, um, my leader on the subject, which brings me back to the subject of me being a man. Um, so I did feel slightly conscious of that fact while I was editorial leader this week. We've had
0: um, you and I talking about this um, for... For a few minutes now, while Pui has stayed largely uh, silent right. in the background, which, which <laughs> seems a little <laughs> nineteenth century of us, it, it does, doesn't it? Exactly. I think we should we should both speak for hundred percent of the time, and Pui, if you could only speak for between sixty and eighty two percent of the time, that that would be great. Um, I mean,
2: no, if I what, need to really highlight the impact of yeah
0: exactly yeah. exactly that's what we're trying to do here. Um, what what's your take on this? I mean, it, it seems that that as, as somebody who's written about the industry for a long time, do you think that that people are matching what they're saying with what they're doing is does it just take time what's the feeling
2: well firstly thank thank you to both of you for mansplaining so excellently (laughs) these uh, these past few minutes i've I've enjoyed it very much no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding genuinely i you know women need all the allies we can get um you know it's just it's a it's a grim picture isn't it in this day and age um it's yeah, it's it's hard to say. I I you know it's it's weird to see property again sort of lagging behind the other sectors, and I don't know. It is a case of of you know as you say, the action matching the words, um, and that not quite tallying up. I mean, it's it's interesting you say that because I have noticed there have been sort of wider calls for consequences for firms that don't focus on closing the pay gaps. So I guess it will be interesting to see if some kind of government action you know would be introduced and if that would actually produce more action plans to address the problem. Um, I guess uh, you know I guess we've just ultimately we just really got to hope either way that you know each and every real estate firm um, looking at these is, is sort of genuinely focusing on wrapping their heads around the data and asking why it hasn't improved and and how it how it can improve right and how we can turn this data into something that can actually create meaningful change
0: do you think it's enough for um for a firm like savills to say well look hey the, the reason why we're so low and we've actually fallen further behind this year is because we're doing great things we're hiring more women is is that OK? Or does that smack a bit of, of I mean, EasyJet tried a similar thing saying, no, 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 it's great because we've hired more people to work as cabin crew and they're all female and all the all the men are pilots. I mean, doesn't it just draw more attention to the real imbalance that you've got f- too few women in senior positions?
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, it comes back to what Alex was saying about the, you know, the. The higher earners not being accounted for in a lot of these cases, and, and needing to look at at the top really. If you're if you're an employer and you're looking at your firm and seeing that you know there's all men at the top and you know women all the way down on the other side, then there's a real a real issue. We've just got to hope that you know the women that are starting out now are, are adequately supported going through the rest of their career. And the problem is that will take time, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: it seems that this this could be quite a, a wake-up call to the industry in, in a sense to to stop looking at at why this is is how the way it is and and how we can fix it because i mean we've been talking about this for decades haven't we certainly years
2: yeah i mean everyone knows firms with more diverse leadership perform better so it, surely it's in everyone's interests really i don't know we've got to do something about it
0: Alex, what what did you say in your leader? You were taking the helm from from Sam with that this week. Um, what else did you did you point out there?
1: There was an important point to be made that um, which, which you did touch upon, Pui. That um, a re- research last year by King's College London and the Fawcett Society found that this current reporting regime, quote unquote, has no teeth and is focused more on reporting and less on action and Yeah, it would be nice, wouldn't it, to see consequences for particularly sort of egregious cases of um, the gender pay gap across the board. We also um, pointed out that, um, of course, our parent company also has a gender pay gap of, um, I think, let me just find it um, to be dub- double sure that I don't get this one wrong. But women make 81p <laughs> to the pound on average at LexisNexis Risk Solutions, which owns EG. So, in the interests of transparency, while we're talking about this, that should also be pointed out. It's a problem yeah. across the board, and this is not unique to real estate. All these companies that we've been bashing, they should pull mm-hmm. up their socks. Yeah. So should we. Um. So should everyone. And um, let's let's hope that this makes someone in real estate um maybe someone listening or someone reading these articles that we've published this week um just take a second look at the gender pay gap figures and make them more conscious of it yeah
2: couldn't have said it
0: better yeah so pui the, the knowledge that uh that our parent company is below the national average I mean, are you going to be sending in a um, a request for a pay rise
2: no. oh well yeah i think, I think oh. now's the time
0: <laughs> the stats are on your side
2: yeah. yeah we'll see let's pick up on that conversation after this call <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh, the rest of the week we you, you've, you've had a, a busy week with um with what else has been going on in the news do you want to take us through a, a, a quick a quick trip
2: sure well yeah some of this week's highlights um from from across the team um jp morgan's uh, jamie diamond warned that remote working will cause serious weaknesses um, I say that as a quote, serious weaknesses, um, if it becomes embedded um, in a business. And so in his annual letter to shareholders, he has highlighted lots and lots of problems with remote working, like, um, you know, the apprenticeship model and how effective that is. Uh, slower decision making as well, since, um, you know, video calls are less likely to result in immediate follow up, which actually kind of ties into <laughs> point about my about my letter uh, to um, to our parent company, um, but yeah, um, so there was that. That was quite interesting. Um, controversial in various uh, measures. He's
0: he's 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 got form on this, hasn't he? He's no fan of remote working. He's he was no fan of people being away from the office, even yeah. at the height of COVID, was he? He wanted them back immediately. Is this just a case that that it works for some types of businesses, it doesn't work for others?
1: I mean. Sorry to just jump in here, but um, he yeah, he, he does have form. This is something that um, is sort of much discussed in the office industry, sort of, you know, what people like Jamie Diamond think of it, because they do make a, a really big difference. They are quite influential, for better or for worse. Um, I think it's worth pointing out that sort of uh, we wrote a piece with fellow bank um couldn't be more different from J.P. Morgan in in many ways but Julius Baer which is a Swiss private bank we interviewed them about an office move in London this week and they were very pro remote working they've downsized a great deal um from 47,000 square foot to 27,000 square foot I hope that's correct um <laughs> and moved uh, sort of maybe like a kilometer across the city into Farringdon um and they they're they're completely happy with it. I mean, obviously, if you're a private banker um, at Julius Baer, I would imagine you've got to be in the office a fair amount. Um, but um, I think there is an understanding that flexibility works, right? Um, and um, it's it, it you really really like you just presenteeism is um, everyone kind of knows that presenteeism also doesn't work. So Jamie Diamond, take that.
0: <laughs> Alex throwing down the challenge to one yeah. of the biggest people in business. Good. Well, I, I can only go well, pui. What else um what else was was it was going on?
2: Yeah, so um US Giant Newmark's finally completed its acquisition of Gibbon's office agency, BH2. It's been a long time coming, but um, the deal is done. (laughs) Hooray. It will now be called uh, Newmark BH2. And um, Gibbon... Was that what
0: took them all the time, was coming up with the, Mm. the really amazing name?
2: very original, very catchy. <laughs> but um, but yes, they will all be joining the new company. And, um, and Alex has been sticking a bit more closely to the situation than I have. But um, the mayor of London, uh, Sadiq Khan, will be reconsidering the controversial decision to approve uh, Marks and Spencer's proposed demolition of its big store in Marble Arch. And the scheme, it was waved through last month even though according to the council's own report, offsetting the um the the absolute megatons of embodied carbon in the scheme will require M&S to plant more than was it two million trees, Alex? Two something like that? It was yeah.
1: It was a lot of it trees. Lot of it trees. was a lot of trees. <laughs> <laughs> but
0: this is this is the one that, that you and I wrote about before, is not it Alex? That it's the um the uh, the architects behind this scheme say, oh no, 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 actually over the life of the scheme, it's going to be far better for the environment than if we did a retrofit. Whereas people who are proponents of retrofit say, don't be ridiculous, that's never the case when you knock a building flat. I mean, it's it's still a hugely controversial topic, this, isn't it? And it seems to be getting more so. It's hugely controversial and it's hugely complicated well, I mean, at least we don't have to decide, do we? That's uh, that's for Sadiq Khan. So good luck. Um, have fun with that. <laughs> now, this is the moment that, that you've all been waiting for. Well, that I've been waiting for. It's the quiz. So who will come out on top this week and will I be able to keep on top of the scores anyway? It's, it's unlikely, that last bit. But I have decided that we should take a note from the captains of industry. So... Um, Alex, uh, for every answer that you get right on this, you'll get a full point. Whereas Pui, you're just going to get 0. 0.7 of a point. Is that okay? Uh, <laughs> no? I, I mean, <laughs> unbelievable. Okay, fine. You'll both get equal points for equal answers. Unbelievable. What Isn't is
2: that this? atrocious? Oh. I'm not used to this. Asking for something? <laughs> oh,
0: so, question one for Pui. We'll start with Pui. Which dragon? has sold his Fitzrovia den for £29 million.
2: That would be to Suleiman.
0: It is, that's right. Yes. Alex, this is one of yours. Um, give us the skinny.
1: It's a big life sciences conversion scheme. He sold it to uh, Randox Technologies, which is going to occupy it and presumably make some medicine inside it once they've <laughs> refurbed.
0: What is it at the moment? Is it is it like a... a big square office block is it something that looks a bit labby on the outside or
1: it's a former aristocratic residence which has been turned into an office building it's quite it's a lovely looking block um it was built in i actually included some history in this article built in the 18th century it was a speculative development designed to provide homes for aristocrats um it was bombed in the second world war all um, right mate it's already been sold you don't need (laughs) to sell it yourself there you go Oh, right, unbelievable. I should be a London men Pool just talking guy.
0: all the time. Right, Alex. <laughs> question for you: uh, By how much did the portfolio values of the UK's biggest flex office firms dip by in the last financial year? In other words, is Jamie right? Is flex all a waste
1: of space? Oh my God, um, I couldn't. I I don't know the number. One point one billion. Oh, um, it's not bad. One point four billion. Oh. But they're saying
0: it's just a blip, and it's all going to go back. So if that's what they good. think. That means that means we've got. I'm going to try. I'm going to try desperately this time to keep on top of the scores. Pui <laughs> one, Alex zero. Okay, good. Next, Pui. Fill in the missing word from this headline: Top agents' gender pay gaps narrow. Blank.
2: But only just.
0: Oh, good. Yeah. I th- apparently there wasn't room on the line for but only just. So I'll give you oh. the point anyway. It's it's just. Yeah.
2: Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Two I thought so. I had eyes on the original um draft.
0: <laughs> you had the proof in front of you there. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly smaller font. Um, good, good. So please now got two, which means adjusted for um. I'm gonna stop doing the gender pay gap joke, but you get the idea. It's not on, right? Good. So please got two, Alex. Let's see if you can get a single one. Um, which London landlord said it came up with the concept of pop-up stores? Twenty-five years ago, when it added its first Carnaby Street properties to its portfolio, that would be Shaftesbury. It would be Shaftesbury. That's absolutely right. The uh, property director Simon Quayle is interviewed in this week week's mag. Uh, so finally, Pui, that's uh, one for Alex. Can you just win hands down and leave him grovelling in the dust by answering this question? What does business secretary Kwasi Kwateeng want to try again? Because it probably won't cause earthquakes.
2: Huh? <laughs> but can you repeat the question, please? What
0: does Business Secretary Kwasi Kwarteng want to try again? Because it probably won't cause earthquakes.
2: I have absolutely no idea. For some reason, though, when you said Kwasi Kwarteng, the first thing that popped into my mind is business rates. But that has nothing to do with anything. So
0: not, I... not this one. No, this is more about the, um, the energy uh, security strategy, which was out this um... week, although this was an earlier comment that he made. It's, oh alex go on is then alex has got his go on, hand on, hand
1: waving just jumping in <laughs> again typical man can i get a point if i get it right
0: no oh, you,
1: can get, you, can get, <laughs> you can get you can get you can get 0.6 of a point jess used to give me points when i jumped in um well jess isn't here right. <laughs> you got me is it, now is it fracking it is fracking it is wow.
0: fracking. Well done. Um, I'm going I'm to decide whether you get a point in a minute because this is your question. Yeah, it's fracking. Uh, <laughs> Kwarteng wants to um, wants the scientists to go and have a look at the data again um, to see whether fracking causes earthquakes. This is these are the same scientists and the same data that previously said fracking causes earthquakes. <laughs> they base that largely on the um, the earthquakes that it caused. Like I think there was one that was a 3.9 on the Richter scale, which isn't small. Um, certainly enough to level an office block or two. Um, but yes, your your question, Alex, is: In what city is developer Thermi Group planning an all-season urban beach and living waterslides?
1: Oh, oh, I actually know this. It's in Manchester. I spoke to a lawyer who who was working on this last year. And I, I had no idea what on earth she was talking about, an urban <laughs> beach. Are you mad? And she was like, yeah, it's going to be brilliant. I'm going to go and get a spa treatment. I can't say who it was, unfortunately, but it—it um, it, it is. It is in
0: Manchester, that's right. Yeah. It looks um, like how, it's going to be amazing. Wait, this was one of yours, wasn't it? Uh,
2: yeah, I mean, it's yeah. going to have lapping waves, apparently. I, I'm not really sure how they're going to make this happen. but
0: its It sounds brilliant, but the, the idea well, of a living water slide, terrifies me i think that's a nightmare that i used to have <laughs> as a kid
2: it's like something out jumanji yeah.
1: <laughs> in what sense is it alive
2: i think it's like a living wall but on a slide so i think they're, you know they're putting loads of plants on these slides Sure the surely you world
1: get world? caught in the in the foliage or something when in the front down.
0: yeah i used to go to a a, a A swimming pool um near Peterborough that had a a living water slide. I mean, not deliberately, it just had like algal growth all the way down, which would sometimes get quite sticky. But enough of that. So it's it's neck and neck. Guys, I'm I'm not gonna offer up any more points for Alex because it's neck and neck, and that's how we like it. We like it exactly equal. Do you hear us? Lexus (laughs) Nexus Risk and all the others. Absolutely equal. All right. Well, thank you very much, Pui. Thank you very much, Alex. You can say goodbye now. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Bye. And thank you from me. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Bye.